This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. What's up, everybody, and welcome into episode 131 of Small Talk. Your hosts, Steve Cerruti and Michelle Smallman, are here with you. Hello to our YouTube audience. Hello to our podcast audience. And Steve and I have maybe one of our favorite podcasts that we've ever done on deck for Mm -hmm. you today. We are joined by a great guest and our friend, Randy Scott. You know him from ESPN. He's a sports center anchor. And we are going to do a draft, but we're going to do a very specific, very niche draft that only Randy Scott (laughs) could participate in because not only does he know the people that we're going to talk about and he has kind of an inside track, but we knew he was going to do his homework on this. So what we're going to do later with Randy in this draft is Hangover style, you and three other people, those three other people have to be ESPN personalities. You're going away on vacation, 72 hours in an Airbnb. Who do you want in the house? Very stressful draft. Very Very stressful stressful draft. And you're right. Randy is the one, Randolph is the one guy who I feel like is the perfect person to do this because he just gets the vibe of the show. He gets the vibe of what we're going after. And there are so many great people that could potentially be in your three but it's all about how people get along, what vibes they bring to the house, positive vibes only, you know, as, as we knew, maybe we got a pillow in there as well. But it's a, it was probably one of the most difficult drafts to actually do, but I love where it went. So I, I'm excited about it. We're excited about that. So we're going to keep this intro really short so that we can get to Randy here in a second. But one of the things that we haven't done is deliver on a lot of things that we talk about. (laughs) The accountability police, let's go. So John, the intern, is the accountability czar. And before we have the accountability czar tell us that we dropped the ball, we need to get to the Sopranos. So Rudy and I and some of the Shelleys are rewatching the Sopranos. And we're not going to do this look back on history on the Sopranos because it's been out for so long. But we watched the first three episodes. I'm rewatching it. So Rudy for the first time. And Steve. Steve, just give me a few observations that you have from the first three episodes of The Sopranos. Obviously, I know how, how much acclaim it's gotten, how many people are obsessed with it. It's got like a 9.2 on IMDb. So it's one of the wow. highest rated shows of all time. It's like that, The Wire, Game of Thrones, like it's in that category. And the reason I had never watched it was because I just kind of felt like I missed out on it. It ended, I think it started in 1999. I think it ended in 2007. And I just was never on board. I think my parents may have watched it, but I don't know, it just wasn't for me. So I kind of felt like I missed the boat. And I was a little bit nervous going back and watching it because I'm like, this show, okay, it's over 20 years old now. It holds up. I'll say that. It holds up for sure. You could definitely tell it's old, but the writing is quick. The storyline hooks you almost right off the bat. And for me as an Italian kid, and you, I'm sure as, as well, Michelle, there are so many stupid lines in there that I'm like, oh, my uncle or my grandmother, whatever. Like, this is so, like, not that we were mobsters, but, and there is a very different distinction between New Jersey Italians and probably the Connecticut Italians. Um, But there were so many relatable things in there for me that I absolutely loved watching the first three episodes. I'm so glad. This is why I've been peer pressuring you to watch it. And uh, my family lives in New Jersey, so this is no disrespect to New Jersey. But I feel like the style and the fashion in New Jersey (laughs) is still pretty similar to what is being represented in The Sopranos. (laughs) And so that's why it doesn't feel super dated because you have the guys wearing the button down shirts and the chains and, you know, the women with the hair and the jewelry. And while of course, you know, women there are keep up with fashion, there is a distinct image that you think of when you think of New Jersey fashion and it still fits with that. So while some of it's outdated, I think a lot of it still really holds up. It's mostly hairspray, right? Um, Yeah. it's It's a lot of teasing. It's great. Yeah. And, uh, the style, I was, I was like, I remember my dad wearing something like that or my totally. mom's hair was like that. So that was, it was kind of cool actually to watch it later because it's very nostalgic. And Jamie Lee Singler's mm-hmm. character, who is the teenage daughter, I forget her name. Madam. Um, yeah. 
kind of growing up, same vibes. I see my sisters and it, it just, it is like growing up in that Italian household was a lot of, a lot, a lot of fun. And I was a little bit confused in the first episode. I, you have to really pay attention to the dialogue. That's one of the things about the, the show. The entire time. The entire, yeah. You can't go, you can't be on your phone. And this is, so this was pre phone viewing too, which is kind of interesting. So this now I, I almost feel like you have to create shows that aren't super dialogue driven because you know, everyone, you know, they got one eye on their phone and one eye on the, on the show. Whereas that thing, if you weren't locked in, you miss parts that are very important. So by the end of the first episode, I had to Google exactly why some shit went down. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. And I'm, I was definitely more locked in for episodes two and three going forward. But I kind of like that about it because there aren't that many shows like that anymore. Where you, you really cannot miss a couple seconds or you're going to be lost in a conversation. Okay. So early review, who's your favorite character? I'll tell you who my least favorite character was. And I don't remember his name, but the guy who, the short haired nephew guy who, who ends up, he steals all those um, sport coats, right? Or the suits basically against the will of the family. I hated everything that guy was in. He was the worst. He's the worst character in the show. And I'm kind of happy, spoiler alert, that he's dead. Um, oh my God, Steve. Sorry. I mean, I don't know. It's a TV show. What do you want me to say? I was, he was annoying as hell. Again, they did a good job because he was supposed to be really annoying. And he was really, really annoying. I don't know if I have a favorite character yet. I don't. I mean, obviously okay. I love... I love Tony Soprano. He's great. I love the grandmother, not because I like her, but because I just, she just reminds me of aunts and family members that I have that are just, yeah, you get in your own way kind of thing. You get older. And I thought it was hilarious because she was giving away her possessions, wanting to die at this point. That's where she was in her life. And without sort of naming it, that just, that hit home for me a little bit with some of, some of my older relatives. And I don't know if it's an Italian thing or what it is, but she was just so incredibly stubborn that I related to that as well. I don't know. I, I don't think I know enough about the characters yet to really have a favorite one, but I love the vibe of the show. I mean, coming off right off the bat with him running over that doctor was awesome. I mean, it was just great. It told you who Tony was. And then, in, you know, a couple of scenes later, he's crying to a therapist. So it shows the depths the, of the levels of the character he is. So don't know if I have a favorite yet, but I, I definitely am. I'm hooked three episodes in. Tony Soprano is the perfect anti-hero. He's a Was he the first too? Because that became a thing. And was he yes. the first? I don't know if he was the first, but he was certainly the most notable, but he is a very, very flawed person that becomes endearing in a lot of ways without giving away too much. That I think is what makes the show so incredibly deep is that he's doing all of these bad things, but then you're seeing how he processes it from a mental and emotional standpoint in real time, which makes him humanize. The things he's doing are very detached and dehumanizing and then you see the human side of him it's very interesting can i tell you my favorite sort of scene that i that kind of laughed at i think it was in the second episode second or third episode um and i don't know these guys names yet because they all kind of look the same they have slick back hair right the guy who quotes the godfather all the time is really funny that's a really funny little thing to put in there about being sucked in is it was great and i don't Sil, even really that's silvio dante so yeah he's that was funny i laughed every time he said he's, that. The, he's the conciliary very important i laugh every time he said that any scene he's in it was great but it was his other friend who was the guy with the he had the gray slick back hair ish the wings here the Paul wings Holmes. yeah oh, so walnuts. when they went into what i could only really describe as a starbucks and he was pissed off that all these people stole the italian culture it was like they culture vultured pasta and pizza and espresso and how pissed off he was about that I loved that scene. I loved it so much because it was so relatable. I mean, you're thinking, you're going, how the hell? We invented all this shit. Like, why is everybody else making money off of it? I just, 
that was my favorite scene of the first three episodes. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Okay, Steve, anything else on deck before we get to Randy Scott? No, let's get let's get to it because it's really great. So Rudy and I are so pumped to welcome in our guest this week. It's our old friend from ESPN. You know him as a sports center anger, and of course from the Randy Scott hour back in the Rosillo days. <laughs> Randy Scott <laughs> is here with us. Randy, we know that you get up super early, and this is probably during your nap time. So thanks for taking the time to join us today. There's no one I would rather sacrifice nap time for than you guys. I miss you guys. It's good to see you. You guys haven't aged at all. You guys look the same. Wow, I appreciate that. Yeah. Wow, well, you, thank you. I mean, That's you haven't really aged either. I was so. going to say, this is where you say it back, but I appreciate <laughs> yeah. got it. Randy, I'm you look as good as you've ever, I've ever yeah, seen Randy. you. Yeah, Randy, amazing. Oh, thanks. I've been cutting my own hair for a year, so that's pretty. I'm pretty psyched about it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So take us through that. Is it just a, a Clippers deal? Yeah. Have you YouTubed this? Was it just you're going rogue and seeing what happens? Break it down. Yeah. No, it's two on the sides, four at the temples to blend it, and just getting the back is tough. Getting, and then scissors. You know, got got a pair of barber shears, and you gotta measure it up and leave it long longer on top. I feel like I've I've held my own for, I mean, it's been a year. It's been a year. That's since a bold then. move for somebody on TV though. For yeah. Honest. Cutting your own hair, somebody wow. on TV. Now, luckily you're no. saying the back isn't a problem because I guess nobody's really seeing the back of your head as long Bingo. as the front looks okay. But Bingo. you no, can make this a disaster. Yeah. Bingo. Now there are some radio shots back in the day where they would like, I know Rosillo always, always used to get pissed off at this because they would shoot the angle and it would be like his bald spot when he had hair. And he'd be like, guys, why are you doing this to me? You probably tell the TV people, hey, no, no shots from behind the head. All, all just front facing. Right. All it's focused. <laughs> just right here the money shot the money maker, right? <laughs> yeah. randy how has the hair and makeup room responded to the fact that you're doing your own hair because you they give them been. you give them a good palette oh they're not there so are you they're doing your there. own makeup too a year yeah so I've, i mean that's why i look i'm looking at myself now because i've still got it on from from work we you know, got off the set a couple hours ago and like it's pretty orange i mean they they set us up <laughs> they do they set us up with like our own labeled bags and stuff and you just have to kind of make do and like I so I work with with Nicole Briscoe most mornings and she she came in and she saw my uh man powder puff like my like it's like a circle it's like a mac it's like a mac circle your powder and puff yes powder puff was like a women's football game back in the day wasn't it like, yeah it was yeah like I, that, seriously so this was powder it's not supposed to be the point is it's not supposed to be as dirty as mine was but I hadn't changed it like, I didn't know that you were supposed to, mm. these were disposable. I thought they were like evergreen, evergreen. And this thing looked like something you would fish out of a lake and, and then set out to dry. And I was just sitting there like, bop, bop, bop. like, I don't know why I'm breaking out. This is ridiculous. And Nicole <laughs> was like, you idiot. You're supposed to ask for a new one. And I, I didn't know. So I've had to learn some stuff the, the hard way. You're well, like the, I, the I appreciate dude. your work. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you about, cause you talked about nap time and yeah. you know, what time, so what time do you wake up? One, Jesus. one twenty-five. That's insane. So, what time do you go to sleep? Uh, um, I'm usually asleep, asleep by like nine, nine, nine thirty. So you get a solid what? I mean, math here and podcasting not great. Four and a half four. hours of sleep if you're doing well. Four, now, four and a half, I yeah. used to do so when I used to work on Mike and Mike. I used to do kind of the same thing because I like watching games. I like to be in the know, right? I would wake up, I think, yeah. at three-ish, and I'd get in by four, four thirty. Show us at six. Obviously, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the on-air component necessarily, but. I would double up. So I would sleep for four hours, three, four hours at night and three, four hours during the day, which someone once told me was actually what you're supposed to do. Your REM cycles are actually about four hours each, but I never felt, I always felt like I was in a constant haze throughout the entire day. What is your sleep deal like? No, that's, I, I aim for, I aspire for what you just outlined. I mean, I aspire for like big, like two big chunks and it's pretty much sleep when you can. 
um it's almost like what they tell you when you have a baby is like sleep when they sleep and sleep when you can and whatever else and um but i think the only way I've, i mean i've been on this morning show since 2016 so you know i've probably taken like dog years off my life by <laughs> doing this for sure uh no but, You're but the only That's way good. i've been able to survive for five years doing it is by doing what you just said like if i was trying to john gruden this thing or Who's that Saints coach back in the day was like proudly, you know, I sleep on my couch three hours in that Jim Hazlitt. Like oh, if we're trying to yeah. do <laughs> trying to do that, like I, I would be in a ditch somewhere by now. Cause it's it's not just that, it's commuting then from like Boston Metro West suburbs at that hour, mm-hmm. which you know, it has its it has its um positives because you can catch up on the games that were happening while you were asleep, you know, and listen to shameless plug but like sports center all night or you know listen to jim reynolds and and get caught up but also listen to podcasts i mean that's how i catch up with you guys that's how i catch up with ryan and whoever else is i i can sort of sound like i know what i'm talking about by the time i get in it's my show prep kind of yeah that is one really weird thing about our industry is that we know so many people with podcasts or with different media vehicles that that's how we kind of keep up with each other is consuming each other's content (laughs) yeah seriously no, it's true. So, I mean, now I get to see you guys. Like when you said Smalls that you were like, all right, this is actually on a zoom. I was like, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Randy, we're on YouTube now. Small talk is officially on YouTube. Yeah, so we already got us hooked up. Okay. <laughs> so say what's Sounds up to great. our YouTube audience. All right. Million, millions of views. No big deal. I do have a couple more questions for you. So we'll put that in the back burner. It's a quick tease for you there. But this actually kind of goes with the conversation because you, Randy, I think would be one of the guys in contention on that list. You, Mm -hmm. I think when you were in radio, you know, I knew you from TV, but you know, in radio, it's kind of weird. We're in this weird bubble. We don't necessarily know anyone unless they come see us because we don't see anybody else. We're just in this weird (laughs) biodome almost. And nobody wants to say, well, the weird people in radio, it's like the redheaded stepchild of ESPN. Um, So when you came into the circle, it was pretty cool. And it's like, oh, Randy's awesome. Like he seems like a good guy at TV. And you sort of, uh, you bought into radio culture very quickly. But I want to ask you, do you remember your first time in radio? Do you remember the first time that any of us worked together? What was, whether it was Michelle, me, Rosillo, like what was your first impression of us? Were you intimidated? Like what was the deal coming in as like a big time sports center guy being like, I'm going to fill in on radio today? Absolutely intimidated. And I, and I remember it. I don't remember the exact first day, um, but I remember um, comparing so it's, 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 it's a weird thing to be a fan of people and then meet them because you have this, this expectation <laughs> and you have this image of them in your, in your mind. And, and the thing is like, because of my community, because of when you guys were on, um, you know, it wasn't like meeting, uh, oh man, it wasn't like meeting, um, let's say even like Mike and Mike necessarily, because they weren't on, on my drive in and they weren't on, on my drive home. So for you guys, you were on my drive home. So I'd catch you guys all the time. And to be able to put faces with voices, to be able to put personalities with what came through on the air, like that was probably the most disarming part was like, oh, they're who they, like who they are on the air is who they are. Like there was no like, um, who's the guy from uh, from Wayne's World, Mr. Handsome or Mr. Pretty or whatever the guy's name was where Mr. I can't remember his name, but it's like, they, they cut over to him and he's, he's like, uh-huh, yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, oh, look out, they're getting closer. Like radio voice guy, like you weren't that. You were all who you were. And Ryan is not radio voice guy. He just has a radio voice. Like that's his day to day. So I was intimidated by Ryan. I was um, impressed by <laughs> Small's ability to like rein that in and sort of like be like, yeah, Ryan, I get it. Like you want, you want those printed out. You want that printer to work right here. <laughs> you don't understand why it doesn't work. 
but we s- still have this show and you prepped your, right. ass, your what's the cussing policy? Sorry. Before oh, we're you, totally lying. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. Like you prepped your ass off for the show. So how about we do the show and then we'll figure the printer out after the fact and let's not let it submarine, you know, let, let's be goldfish. Right. You know, what's the best part about a goldfish? A goldfish has the 10 second memory and then let, that, that, that's it. And Saruti, you had longer hair, dude. Like you had mm-hmm. Thrones, you had Game of Thrones, John Snow way cooler hair. back then, yeah. Yeah, when I first met you and you were the dry, like, you know, uh, I was worried about, I remember being worried about jokes and not for Ryan necessarily. Cause I think Ryan was more like, bemused by me like not amused <laughs> but sort of like what's this guy gonna do and then like i'm literally struggling to stay awake in the last hour of the show because i've been up, hour. I've been up yeah. for 12 hours at that point and going off three and a half hours of sleep and uh and he was like he was like all right so we're gonna get loose in this last hour. Like that last block where he's like hey who can connor connor cook versus uh brock osweiler in a fight who wins and i was like well i have a theory on this and then we'd like <laughs> go you know, ahead. Be off, off <laughs> yeah. the rails but I was, I was worried about trying to get jokes off um, in front of you because you were so dry and so like nothing seemed to phase you. So I was like, well, I'm nervous as hell sitting in this chair here. And the on the days where Ryan would host, it was the easiest job in the building. And I'm not trying to take away from Danny because the show was just had different expectations when Danny was there versus a fill-in like me or even a fill-in like Adnan. There were probably different expectations, right? So when I was there, Ryan prepped his ass off I knew enough based on what I did for our show in the morning to be able to keep up with some of the points. Um, and it was, you just let Ryan drive and, and get in where he, you know, where he encouraged you to, to get in. So I don't want to speak for you, Michelle, but this is kind of how I felt, especially when fill-ins would fill in on, on various shows. Um, obviously we liked working with the main host, but the film, it was like a substitute teacher thing. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun because the shows were real loose. I mean, the topic so selection nice. was not as stringent. I mean, I remember those one time where I think Adnan was filling in on the herd one time and uh, the main producer was there and I was the second in chair at the time. And it was maybe like a holiday or something, not like a significant holiday, but a random holiday. And we just started randomly talking and quoting Arrested Development on the show for like most of the first segment. And that was the show. And, and the producer was like, hey guys, maybe chill it with the, uh, with the Arrested Development references. We're actually still doing a sports talk show here. But when there's a fill-in in, it was, everything was on the table. You could do stupid topics for whatever. And I actually kind of enjoyed some of those shows the most because you guys were so much fun to work with. And the pressure wasn't necessarily there to put together this great show, but they ended up being really, really fun shows. Maybe just fun for us, but they were really fun shows to work on. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone Saruti in that segment say I blew myself like Tobias yes. oh yeah for sure okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if definitely. we could say that D- Disney <laughs> yep. property didn't know if yep. you could do that I love all my children I don't really care for Job but <laughs> yes uh yeah there were many many quotes uh, that were that were covered during that and- here's my here, here's my card um what is this what is this title um it's a nalropist I'm, I'm an analyst <laughs> and a therapist all at once all illusions at once. dad they're illusions <laughs> That are always money. They're not the tricks. Yeah. They're illusions. <laughs> I think Adnan said there's always money in the banana stand at least five times in the first segment. Easily. <laughs> Easily <laughs> in the first segment. But that yeah, so, so this is, and it, now it's happening again here, but it's fun. I always really enjoyed those shows because they were just totally different than, than what we would do on a day-to-day basis. It was, so for, for someone like me who in the morning sports center pattern was like, keep it moving, keep it moving fast, 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 really no opinion. And that's changed a little bit, but you, there were no takes on sports center. And then it's like, Hey, tell me about, or story time. Oh my God, story time. So like oh, story time. you guys would, would foster that and you'd be like, Hey, you went to a wedding this weekend. What happened? And I was like, well, I insulted Tom Brady to his sister. Mm-hmm. I did that. And it's like, well, we're going to tell that story on the air. And I was like, all right. And you get out there and you do it. And it was a very welcoming atmosphere. It did. It wasn't like a, uh, Hey, this is how the show is. And just cause Ryan isn't here. 
or just because Danny isn't here, like doesn't mean we're not going to bop, 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 bop. It was like, what are you comfortable doing? Because you have to be out there for three hours. So there's a way to dovetail it where you can be comfortable. The show can stay on the rails. You and three, you know, Ryan included were why that was the case. I mean, you drove that. Can I give you a Randy Scott hour topic that I want to talk about? Please. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So I saw this. I knew, Randy, obviously, that you were coming on the show today. And I see this tweet from Baker Mayfield. So 13 hours ago, he says, almost 100% M and I, his wife, saw a UFO drop straight out of the sky on our way home from dinner. We stopped and looked at each other, asked if either of us saw it, a very bright ball of light going straight down out of the sky towards Lake Travis. Anybody else witness this? Mm -hmm. So I see this and I think, okay, if there was any athlete, current athlete, that was going to meet the aliens as a UFO drops out of the sky, what athlete do you want to be the liaison between humans on earth and the aliens? Oh, okay. Who do you want to be? That's a great question. Thank you. I thought this was the perfect Randy Scott hour question. It has somewhat of a sports tie. God, that is such an on the spot. It's so broad. You want someone who's not going to scare them or intimidate them. So I feel like that takes a lot of the NFL off, right? Definitely. If we send our biggest and baddest there. Like Aaron Donald is not going. Or Clay is Well, yeah, but or do you want to just intimidate them? You want to make sure that, hey, we're the alpha here. Come on. I mean, I guess they did just fly to our planet, so they're probably much more sophisticated than we are technology-wise. But I think you'd want to put out some, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, maybe Aaron Donald starts going, maybe we'd want to fuck with these guys. That's a good idea. If Aaron Donald shows up and they're like, there's an entire population of people that look like this. Because the aliens (laughs) probably all look alike, right? The aliens are just cookie cutter when they show up. Right. You're not going to show me. I'm not going to show up. They're going to make this guy. No muscle. Come on. Body mass. What are we doing? 5'10", yes. please. Especially if they land in America, we do not want them to know about obesity problems. Aaron Donald might be the play. That's a very good point. All right. Aaron Donald out of the gate is a really good choice. I'm starting to second guess my no football players. What I, I was thinking is a hockey guy with no teeth. Because hockey guys are a different breed. They will throw down. They do not yeah. care anytime, any place. So I was thinking maybe an NHL player might be good. How many, okay. How many good American, like, all due respect to your nutso goalie there in St. Louis, but like Jordan you Bennington, want some five, six, maybe. buck 65 Bennington running around, fighting <laughs> to fight everybody. Um, give me a good American like enforcer. Like, do we, do we bring John Scott out of retirement? Is it Dan O'Chara, right? Isn't he not American though? Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I could call. But you know okay. what? It doesn't even have to necessarily be American because we are all one on earth here. The aliens are coming from that's outer true. Space, so we could we're use one Chara. team, one planet. We, come I on, we're like all z- uniting. Like Zion, maybe like that's a combination Ooh, of Zion's size. a good one. You also have to have some, you know, the gift of gap too, though, right? Don't you, you have to? There has to be some. What would it be like intergalactic policy going on? You couldn't just go in their guns blazing, talking smack, right? You'd have to. There have to be some give and take. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like I wouldn't want a Russell Wilson who's going to be completely fake and tell you how awesome everything is, but I also want someone who's going <laughs> to, you know, present a good front for the states and not think everyone here is an asshole. Hold on, DK Metcalf. Hold on, piercings, huge, fast like verbose like personality like uh-huh, uh-huh. i don't know maybe maybe dk and i'm only saying that because you said uh you said wilson wilson's a little small i think i would want someone a little taller you need somebody over six feet i'd say that as someone who's under six feet i think you need somebody over six feet okay so marinate on this one what about tom brady he no. clearly is going to be able to chat with them chatting up and they're going to look at him and say wow this guy's 43 and he looks great maybe we don't want to mess with them maybe all of these people on earth are unassuming but then they're going to surprise us you're playing on my uh, biases and, and I, I know what you're doing and you're trying to rattle me ahead of this draft. Um, so it's not going to happen. Strategy uh, here, clearly. Yeah, Brady is, they're going to, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're going to see through him. They're going to be like false modesty, dad bod, you know, no lycopene, um, very easily drunk, like just the <laughs> lightweight, right? So, but the same team though, 
Rob Gronkowski. Like, oh, built is it like Gronk? a great god, tall dude. You know, I think he's. I think for Gronk, I feel like he's he's deceptive. Like, I feel like he's an inverted iceberg. Like, you only see, you know, like there's so much more big, massive, like size that he's got, but he's actually like there's more beneath the surface. So maybe what is iceberg. what is Gronk going to say to an alien? I just I can't see that going well. Suck well. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna like chug a beer, blast it over his face, and then just you know, yeah. I don't know. It's just gonna be. I guess yeah. if you want the aliens to think that we're all just dumb, I guess, and then you can be like, yeah, throw Gronk out there. But the only problem with Brady, I think, too, is he's gonna start trying to sell his TB12 method to these guys. I don't yeah. think that's what you want either. Like, oh great, we got like a telemarketer no. right in my face selling me anybody, products. Anybody NBA? Is it like no Giannis is great? Dang it. Yep. Um, is it Steph? Well, Steph. Uh. Sure. Shorter. Still over six feet, though. That's true. You, so you're, you're thinking someone who's like six seven. Is it LeBron? Um, it might be LeBron. It might be LeBron. But LeBron will get them huge, some wine. Oh huge, my yes. God. Yes. LeBron yeah. will open up the wine cellar. Everyone will sit down. We'll have a meeting of the minds over some very expensive Pinot Noir. Um, Offer roll in Space Jam, make it a little bit more. Yes. You know, I like where your head's at. Stars. Like, I, LeBron could be it. Okay. Size, diplomacy edge there's enough of an edge he's tatted up like crazy right yeah all right I, my, it all might right. be lebron all right be LeBron. all right settled settled Top quiz. If there's a better choice let us know but i don't i think yeah lebron seems like a pretty I'm good choice for the draft not for that okay yeah i had to throw something out at you in the randy scott I like hour that. i have one more question for you randy and i don't know how this happened but you seem to be the guy at espn that gets the most shit from other people at espn whether it was levitard <laughs> show or whoever but i feel like i feel like it's cool now to just get on randy in like a playful way but you're kind of that guy why do people think they could just take shots at you i don't understand it's because i don't i i missed my opportunity to like shank somebody on the first day you know what yeah, i mean like too that, nice that, that prison calf mm -hmm. mentality and they do they call it calf in prison probably not probably not <laughs> But like the prison cafeteria vibe, the I think they call it the chambers. mess hall, mess or First, something. That's the Marines, but no, they, oh. they're, they're fine. It's totally fine. Uh, no, the um, oh man, who was it? It told me like as long as you're a good teammate, there's always a place for you. I think somebody said that. So it's like, and I grew up with a mom that was like, don't take yourself too seriously. Nobody likes that guy, you know. So if you can laugh at yourself, uh, and you're in a business of people who like to, you know get their get their takes off and their jokes off like <laughs> sometimes you're a safe harbor for that sort of thing and it's also a good way to make friends with people I feel like like you're never going to be uh lacking for friends uh, either in person or on social media if you can poke fun at yourself and not take things too seriously and overreact I think it's a really hard thing for people to do you're right and I've always <laughs> admired the fact that you embrace that but also able to give it back to people because you're right not everybody can not everybody can take jokes like that and because I know like the Levitard show guys would get at you a little bit I'd be like come on what are we doing here you know and then we had t-shirts made but uh but I was just always impressed by you because you never seem to let that get to you in an industry that there's so many egos going on that mm -hmm. you almost have no ego and it's amazing it's maybe the biggest compliment I could pay you. Other than, I mean, you're a great broadcaster, but I'm almost more impressed by that. <laughs> I appreciate No, I appreciate that. I mean, it's I, with Levitard, especially though, I knew that was coming from a good place. Like sometimes there are overly familiar people, like people you do one or two shows with when they're just like, eh, you know, Randolph Snot or whatever the joke is like, and you're like, we don't know. You don't know my middle name. Like we're not going to do, what's my birthday real quick. Like you're not going to, mm -hmm. um, like sometimes people abuse it, but for Levitard, especially it was like, it was coming from a really good spot. And I remember when they brought my mom into it because they put my mom on one of those t-shirts. Yep. It's like, I hate Randy Scott's mom, but only for producing Randy Scott or something like that. <laughs> like it was so, it was, it was like helpful. Cause I, I was kind of new. I was really new on that um, 7am show. And it, back then it was 
five people. Remember, it was like yeah. Sonny Morales and and Jamie Sire and yep. Kevin Gandhi and Jay Harrison, and and then this guy, you know, who nobody knows who he is. And for Lebetard on his weekly segment to sort of pick me out, it gave me like a little bit of real estate in this, you know, free for all sort of of a of a show where I was very much like the last guy in the door, you know. So I I think it was, and I've since sort of figured out it was coming from a good a good spot mm-hmm. with those guys, but. But thank you for saying that. I'll take it. This is mean I'm about to get ripped. I'm about to get roasted in this draft. This is setting up perfectly to get the draft rolling. Let's get this going. So here's what we're going to do again. You and three people who work at ESPN currently, that's the only parameter for this, is they have to currently work at ESPN, are hangover style going out on vacation. We don't even know the location. It could be anywhere. And you have to share an Airbnb with them. Okay, so prior to this, Randy Cerruti and I did a little rock, paper, scissors action. We determined the draft order. So here's how this is going to go. It's going to go Cerruti with the number one overall pick. Then it goes to me, then to Randy, who we learned is not great at rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) But he actually, I think, benefits the most because snake draft, Randy gets picks three and four and then back around the horn. Yep. Yeah, I don't feel great about the first pick. You guys seem to think there's an obvious, or you have an obvious first pick. I don't. I have three people that I really like, and I hope I get them. I don't think I will, but I don't know if there's an obvious first pick for me. We're going to find out. I think this is champagne problem stuff. You're like, oh, first pick. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I have three guys I really like. Everybody's equal. Come on. Um, (laughs) I uh, I don't even know if the person I'm going to pick first would make your list. I mean, I think he should because I love him, but I'm teasing it by giving out the sex there. But for me, if I'm going away, this is what I would want in a person. So you want me to just take it away with the first pick? Yes, go ahead. (sighs) I'm going to take Twelman. I'm taking Taylor Twelman because what am I going to be doing on a weekend trip away at an Airbnb? I want to watch soccer in the morning. Who's better to watch soccer with? Sunday morning, EPL action, Syria, Bundesliga on ESPN+. Who is better to do that with than Twelman? I also know Twelman's a very funny guy. He knows how to have a good time. There's no drama with Twelman. He gets along with pretty much everyone. He, everyone at ESPN likes him. Yep. And we talk about Randy, no ego. He's like number two in the no ego department. So those are the kind of people that you need to be around. I don't think Twelman has a flaw in a weekend Airbnb deal. So he's my first pick. I think he would fit well if there's a bunk bed scenario. Like you oh, don't have to worry go. about the bedding situation being an issue for him. Okay. Like very low maintenance in that regard. The only downside to Twelman is if there's a golf component to this guy's weekend, and I don't even know, you and I have never talked about golf because A, I'm not good at it, and B, it never came up. But he is a nasty he, – he's the, the, the freakiest athlete I've probably ever yep. been around, just great at everything. And he's like a scratch golfer. So I would be intimidated going out to play golf with him and I'm convinced that's why the invitation has never been extended to me, even though he lives like 20 minutes away. But I would be really, it, that would be a source of stress for me is trying to go out and play golf with 12. I wouldn't be intimidated by it. I do golf. I don't do it super well. I would say with golf, I was on the golf team in high school. I peaked at golf in high school and then I kind of stopped playing since then. But if I was golfing with 12, I wouldn't be, I don't know. I know he's better than me. I don't really care. So that's, that's totally yeah. fine. I wouldn't want to make the weekend about golfing. That's the one problem. I don't want to go golfing like four times over the course of a long weekend. Okay. Once is fine. So I guess as long as Twelman's cool with one round of golf, that, that doesn't bother me at all. All right. No surprise at all that a St. Louis person goes number oh, one overall go. Every, in the draft. You know, Just saying. <laughs> he snaked your pick. It always comes back. You know, I, you know what? I was kind of afraid you might take him too. So that's why I had him at one as well, Michelle. 
Yeah, he was on my list. I'm not going to lie. He was on my list. Twelman, great pick by you. But I'm so thrilled that my number one overall pick is still on the board. Phew, I was very worried, Saruti, that you might take this person. I think, we're no, Ra- I, I think I know where you're going with this. Randy, it might be on your list too. But so actually, I think self-awareness is the most important quality that you can have. And yeah. I know me personally, I am not great at a lot of things. I am a killer vacation roommate killer. I'm very good. And I texted my friends on the group text and I asked them, what is my vibe as a vacation roommate? And here are the the four things that I got back. Number one, most things don't bother you. So if you're in the Airbnb, I don't care if you're messy, keep it to your spot. You want it to be really cold? Cool. I'll throw in a hoodie. I'm on vacation. Whatever you're going to do that's annoying isn't going to bother me. It's not going to bring me down. Number two, there's always music. I am the curator of the playlist. Unless we're sleeping, tunes are going. Okay. So you have to like music. Number number three, I very, very much like a bedtime cocktail. So if we go out, we're coming back, we're getting ready to go a little bed wine, maybe have a margarita on the nightstand. Who knows? We could stay up and laugh. (laughs) And I would say number four, I don't bring this out often, but I can and will make Bourdain's eggs in the morning. Okay. So these are four things that you need to keep in mind as I curate my house. I want people to match this vibe. I want everybody to be fun, to be light, to just be down and have a good time, which is why yeah. I'm going with this person as my number one overall pick. So Rudy, you want to jump in here? I thought you were going to pick yourself the way you just described <laughs> what's happening here. So I don't, I don't know. I, I thought I know Listen. where you're going, but now I don't know. The way that you curate a house is very, 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 very important because some people are on different vibes. Like Randy, I could see you being potentially a touristy guy. You want to go to the history museum. You want to go see the sites. I don't know. Me, maybe. A history I'm, guy. <laughs> but Saruti, definitely a history guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. you mentioned golf. I don't want to golf on my vacation. It's very important that you get people who are on the same wavelength in the house. Yeah. Okay. Fact. Fact. So when I think about the things I just mentioned, I want cocktails. I want dancing. I want to eat. And I want someone that I can throw in the house and who, regardless of who the other two people are, I know that this person can gel with everyone. And that's why with the number two overall pick, I'm going with Elle Duncan. Oh, okay. All right. I knew she was going to be high on your list. She's on my list as well. Elle was awesome. And speaking of fill-ins, I mean, Randy, you filled in with her a few times, I believe. Those are great shows when it's Elle and Randy. I mean, shit gets off the rails when it's <laughs> Elle and Randy in the best way possible. Best way. Uh, Elle is one of the best human beings I've ever met. Totally understand. I know Michelle is in love with Elle too. So I, I, knew, that, I knew that was going to be a high pick. She's funny. She's cool. But everything I just mentioned that is going to be important for me in the house. Can't you see Elle adapting mm-hmm. to all of that? Yeah. Great. Agreed. Agreed. All right. My pick. That's a wonderful pick. I have not a bad word to say at all about Elle. Actually, I do. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, because how are you on singing? Because with the constant tunes, if you are inclined at all, pre or post bed wine, didn't know that was a thing, or margarita, bed, bed, garita, we'll, we'll workshop. Like okay. if you oh, are yeah. prone to singing, she will out sing you. Like she- No, I have a terrible can, voice, Randy. She can <laughs> legit sing. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you are at all interested in being like, you know, like uh, who's it's and what's it's galore, she'll be like, <laughs> no this is how no. you actually sing that like randy do you think you. We're, we're pumping little mermaid tunes on vacation we're going migos we're not going ariel yeah. here oh oh you don't think Elle knows migos no she does that's what i'm saying like mm-hmm. I, do you think that when we're getting ready to go out to the bars i'm like oh let's cue up the little mermaid soundtrack right now it's the first thing top of mind all right that's all i'm saying but here's what you do you just don't bring a karaoke machine everything's fine that's what we're done, right. done. She's right. a human Forget. karaoke machine that's my point she so she's gonna start great. singing in the morning just like the tunes are on 10 a.m eggs are being made that. and she's just that. singing migos 
That's your that's line. fine. I kind of like what? that she's putting that vibe out there. I like Me that. Me too. It's I love a that. Great vibe. It is I love great. that about her. All right. My first pick. Now you're I'm starting to realize I went about this in a far more <laughs> analytical way. That's okay. Like I haven't met some of my picks. Like in Me either. Me like either. my first pick, my first pick, it's be it's about what he could bring tangibly and otherwise to our vibe. And you talk about self-awareness, and I feel like he has leaned into his own self-awareness over the last handful of years. He has someone in his life that I think would be a part. So I'm almost getting a two for one in terms of like who he could bring because they're so close and they're so connected. And even if he doesn't bring her, uh, he himself would bring an energy and, and, a, and a legit sort of like, it would boost the level of what this weekend could be. It would raise the ceiling of this weekend. Not saying we would meet it, but it, the, the, the option is there. So my first pick. is Alex Rodriguez. I knew it. Because, wow. okay. because maybe J-Lo is there. Fair. Maybe J-Lo classes up the joint. Maybe, actually not even maybe, A-Rod or not, or J-Lo or not, A-Rod's getting us into wherever we want to go. Totally. Whatever club, yep. whatever anything. That's and right. is he is he probably paying for it? Probably. Like, he's, maybe. You know, maybe we're Hopefully. flying private wherever we're going. Yeah. Maybe our geographical footprint for our trip, like, what is this, like a Nashville guy's trip? That's great, guys. Airstrip's over there. We're going to Vegas for the night. And we're just going to come back privately. So like, I think all things are, I, I went for someone who could facilitate, like I'm building a roster. Okay. So my later picks are going to be like, oh, that makes sense. Like this is, so, but I need, I need someone to make it all possible to raise the ceiling, as we said. So assuming it's not in baseball season, it's Alex Rodriguez. I don't even know what to make of that, Michelle. It wasn't even on my list. Didn't even cross my mind. I maybe one of the few people I have no interest in hanging out with A-Rod. Um, I kind of know what Michelle's list is going to look like. I had no idea what Randy's list was going to look like. And, the, and that, with that yeah. first pick, I feel better about getting the rest of the people that I want. You're right about having someone who could just take it from at any point that think the trip could be a 10, right? Based on whatever their connections are and whatever they could do. I understand that. That makes sense. Yeah. That's not really me, but I get why you would want that in the crew. A-Rod just doesn't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know him at all. Maybe he's like an awesome dude. Maybe. Yeah. He could be a great guy. I don't know. I always think of the picture of him kissing himself in the mirror. And that's who I think yeah. of him as a person. So I don't know if I want that guy on my trip. He might be a little bit too, the ego. Speaking of egos, he might have too big of an ego. It's very fair. We went from egos to egos. I get it. Like it's also it's Randy, if JLo is not part of the equation at all, I mean, she is not there. <laughs> She's not FaceTiming. You cannot text her. A-Rod's not going to tell you about the skincare routine. None of it. Are you still interested? I am still, I am still interested because of what Alex would bring himself. You know okay. what I mean? Like what, sure. what he could bring to our group. What he could teach us about business. I don't know how money, I don't know how <laughs> money, a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know how money works. I don't know how uh, investments operate. Um, so and you can no, tell your buddies like, that you hung out with Alex. I, I don't know with Alex Rodriguez. That's a, that's a that, cool story. There's that as well. So now I'm up again with yes. the first pick of the second round. Mm -hmm. Correct. Second of three rounds. So Rudy, are you writing all these down mm -hmm. by the way? So we can judge this at the end. Yeah. I've got yeah. Them. Okay. Okay. All right. Six picks remaining. Um, <laughs> So to start with this, with the first pick of the second round, can we say who we thought about or would you want to wait until everybody's picked? Wait until they pick, okay. yeah. Because right, right. what if I take that person? I know, I know. Um, I want a wild card. I want a Charlie Day wild card. I want someone to look at me when I'm snuggling in with my bed wine and say, no, we're going to Waffle House. <laughs> we're going to Waffle House. We're getting smothered and covered right now. It's, I'm like, it's two in the morning. It's just, Waffle House knows no clock. It operates by no standard there so i i think i'm gonna go marty smith i'm gonna go marty oh. smith 
First pick, pick, second round. Wow. He is, he is Damn it. Great a Carolina pick. Ted Lasso. Like he is just relentlessly positive, eternally positive, optimistic. He could probably peel some layers back on A-Rod. You know, maybe like we get to know that onion a little bit. Thanks to Marty, but also wild card. Like, yeah, boys, uh, Vegas is great, but y'all ever been to Macau? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like something like that. Like I, that's, that's what I, that would be my pick. That would be my pick. And then wherever he takes you, you have the best time. Never met a stranger, right? He Never knows everybody there. They're going to hook you up. Absolutely. There's Gosh, two that's words, such a good pick. Smiles. Yeah. He, Michelle, was on, he was on my list. Okay. Damn. I didn't have him on my list. That's a gross omission on my part. I don't even know what I was thinking there. That's a great pick. Great pick. And you know what? I would argue Marty Smith also worthy of a first round pick. He that's might a be. steal. That's a steal yeah. in the second round. I like him better than A-Rod. I'd rather have him on my trip than A-Rod. Yeah. It's good value right there. Yeah. And I will say this too about Marty Smith. If A-Rod gets a little too controlling and says, well, I got the private jet, so we're going to go to dinner where I want. I feel like he's amenable. Marty's just along for the ride. He's going to have a good time no matter what. So, you know, A-Rod will take it up a level, a level, but Marty will bring you back down to earth in the best way. Yeah, you can be grounded up on the up on the penthouse suite. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's what he would do. That's what he would do for us. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now I see what Rand is doing. Now, now the strategies are starting to unfold. And I'm so pleased with my first pick because Elle and I are gonna have a great time, regardless of who else is in the house. But now this I think is actually the more critical pick, the second pick, because the last person will just round everything out. Usually your your last pick is just gonna be kind of the cherry on top. But this third person in the house could really make or break it. This could be catastrophic. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six names here. I'm nervous right now. I'm so nervous. I know. Okay. So, gosh, it's down between two people. I don't, okay. You know what? My strategy going into this was just, we're going to have the best time. I see what you're saying about A-Rod and the star power. And I have someone on my list that definitely brings that, but I'm going likability. And even though I've only met this person once, I've never met someone that does not like him. So give me Scott Van Pelt's SVP is coming in the house. Okay. A bit okay. of a surprising pick. Um, Randy, you, I mean, you probably know, I mean, I know Scott a little, you know, Scott, Scott's kind of a homebody, you know, he kind of doesn't That's really, okay. we're at the house and I know, yeah, you're okay with that. Cause I don't know if you're looking to have a wild weekend. It's going to be chill if Scott's there and he might be on his phone a little bit, you know, he's definitely gonna be watching Maryland at some point during that weekend. There's Fine. some Scott. That's an interesting pick. I don't know. I did. I'd be interested to see what you think, Randy. He's going to be in his mentions. Uh, yeah, for sure. Probably <laughs> arguing with someone. Okay. He's very much, he's very comfortable in who he is. So, uh, there's going to be no inkling from him to be like, Oh, you guys want to go out to dinner? If there's any part of him, that's like, oh, I'm not really feeling that he's going to, he's going to tell you, like, he's gonna be like, no, I'm going to stay in. I'm going to order Uber eats. We can get some chicken tenders. And that's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, there will be golf involved. He will be generous. He will be hilarious. His stories will be insane. That's what I'm um, looking for. But bedtimes, you know, we're racking out about 10, 10, 30. <laughs> Right. And, and so you could be down a man for late night shenanigans. Um, but he might've armed you with what you need to know to get you through that night. He may just not be there to, to see it through with you to the end, but that's, a, that is, he's the, if he's the linchpin of your roster, like your weekend has taken a, a, a decidedly like chill turn. 
which you're into. You just mentioned wearing a hoodie. So like, you know. <laughs> I can't wait until we can reveal who else was on our list because it was between him and someone else neck to neck or neck and neck, I should say. But the way that I operate on vacation is not everybody has to do the same thing. If I want to go shopping and you don't, great. If SVP yeah, wants okay. to tap out early, that's awesome. But I want when everyone is in the house together to get along. And I feel like everybody that I know that has ever hung out with Scott Van Pelt is like, he's the best guy. And he's so I just want everybody to be cool and chill and fun. He's a glue guy for sure. He's first team all glue guy. Definitely yes. a glue guy. And I think, you know, of all the people we picked so far, the only person I would say might ruffle some feathers in the house is A-Rod. Um, yeah. I think everybody else would probably get along. Yeah. And I'm with you, Michelle. The vibe to me is about what people bring specifically. And I'm going to be selfish here, what they bring for my enjoyment, like uh, what I want, what I want to do in a weekend, but also you're right, not getting in arguments with anyone. And I don't think, you know, listen, there's a lot of good people. We're picking mostly great people, but I think that is really important. And I was a little bit nervous that you were going to take this person, Michelle. And so now I have back-to-back -back picks, right? So there's a lot of pressure on me here. Yeah. So yeah. you're running this out your house now. Oh, okay. I know I definitely want one and I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick them right now. And I was nervous. Michelle was going to take them. I was even a little bit nervous. Randy was going to take them. I'm going with Diana Rossini. Good and pick. let me tell you why. Good Diana pick. is maybe the most fun person that works at ESPN, period. And she walks into a room and it's a party atmosphere. Overnight, it's awesome. Everyone's in a good mood. And she's also that New Jersey Italian. You know, there's going to be good food in the house for sure. I don't know whether her mother's making stuff. There's going to be some, some gapagool. There's going to be some cold cuts. There's probably going to be, you know, a chicken parm sandwich in there somewhere. So we're eating good for sure. And when I think of a trip away, I'm, Randy, I know you're going to the big wig, like we're going to Vegas or Nashville. I'm almost thinking like Lake House, beach house, like same, we're a little bit secluded. Same. We're not really hitting the club necessarily, but if we were to, if we were, you know, 30 minute drive away, Rossini's going to know where that is and we're going to find it. It's going to be awesome. So for me, like 12 minutes, a little bit more chill, the golf five <laughs> soccer in the morning, mm -hmm. but Rossini brings sort of the party vibe that you need. She's going to be waking people up at 10 AM doing shots. And <laughs> that's the kind of person you kind of need at this party. And she's going to be up late night and she gets along with literally everyone. So to me, Rossini is an absolute steal with the second pick here. I, My okay. second pick. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think she's kind of got a little bit of that same, like never met a stranger thing. Mm -hmm. So the second you step outside the house, the Lake village, wherever you, uh, you know, hold up, I, I think you're going to have friends. You know what I mean? Like you're just gonna have friends you haven't met yet. And that's, that's what we're seeing. will will bring to you guys for sure. Yes. Rossini was on my list. Good pick by you, Steve. You know, I love Diana Rossini and she's definitely going to have some sort of a big ZD or some sort of casserole that is in the car that you're going to heat up later. However, what you said about SVP for me could also apply to Rossini while SVP may be in his mentions or on his phone. If she's got breaking news and a coach calls her and she needs to tweet something out, she's going to have to step away. She's on top of it at all times. And as we know, the NFL news cycle never quits. So even though Rossini does bring that party vibe, you risk potentially losing her during crucial hours to break a story. Sure. I feel like she's a multitasker in that way. Like she'll that's be tweeting true. out breaking news while, you know, playing flip cup. This is what I think is going to happen. And that's why like she's 100% work and play all the time. There's no divide. It just is what it is. It's, it's always happening. So yeah. I'm not really worried about that at all. I think, I think it'll be totally fine. I honestly, it'd be awesome if she broke a free agent story or some massive trade <laughs> while we're on vacation. We get some insider information. Come on. I'm with all that. Right. I'm with that. Now you got to round your squad out. You're the first one, to, the, first one six, to the roster. I have six people written down one spot for six people. And I, there's two, I think that I'm, there's really three that I really like, and I have to narrow it down to one. 
I'm going to go with Damian Woody. Damn it. That was my next yes! Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> yes! You just totally ruined oh, my house. Yes. yes. Okay. Damien. I wanted Damien so bad. Good times Ugh. all the time. One of the funniest people you'll meet. One of the chillest people you'll meet. One of the nicest people. No one doesn't like Damien Woody. Man. And the thing about Damien too is, I don't know, you know, maybe back in the day, who knows when he was playing, but he's kind of chill now. I don't think of him as necessarily a partier, but he's going to have a good time for sure. And what yeah. I also like about Damien, big music guy, big movie guy, big TV show guy. He's such a well-rounded guy that I would want to just watch stuff with and talk about with and hang out with and talk about football with. And he would easily get along with Twelman and Rossini. I feel like he is, he's kind of a glue guy in a lot of ways where everyone is going to love to just sit down next to Damien and just talk shop about life and whatever. Uh, and if the Lakers are on, he's probably gonna be watching Lakers. You know, I'm a late night NBA guy, Michelle. So he's a huge NBA fan. All of these things are perfect Saruti things. So he's the linchpin to my house is Damian Woody. Yeah. Incredible pick by you. I'm so upset because when I picked SVP, I was actually teetering between he and Damian Woody, but I thought you might steal SVP. So I totally calculated it incorrectly, but my scouting report on Damian Woody said, there's no chance he's a bad hang. Nope. None. Zero chance. Zero. And he has enough of an edge to dial into if you're in if you're in a tough spot, you know what I mean. If you need to get out of a bad, oh yeah, potentially bad situation, like you're not getting messed with That's with right. Andy and your crew. I'm gonna go ahead and stand behind him. Yeah. <sighs> Man, you totally ruined everything for me. I love Steve. my. I got. I got all. It. I think I got all three people that I really ranked one, two, three in order. I can't believe it. This is so upsetting because I came into this draft saying I am going to reclaim my dignity for this draft because I've been absolutely crucified for the Britney Spears draft. And I was like, okay, here are my guys. I totally messed up with the Damian Woody pick. Damn it. And now I'm questioning everything. So a lot of good picks on the board. A lot of good picks on the board. A lot of good picks on the board, but you have to think about overall, as you mentioned, there was a general vibe, but every person in your house brings one thing or another. And okay. Wow. This is stressful, but I still have L. So I don't know, regardless of what happens that L's bringing everything up. I think, Oh man. Okay, I have two, I have two that I'm teetering between. This is one of those things too where <laughs> she's I'm so gonna, scared to make I'm a pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it's gonna be? Is it, it's gonna be, I'm gonna say it, and then you guys are gonna go, you should have gone with the other person. You totally should have gone with the other person. <sighs> okay, you know what? I'm taking, I'm gonna steal a page out of Randy Scott's book, and I'm going with the person on my list that had the most star power and that can get us in anywhere, and I'm going with Peyton Manning. Oh my God, I forgot about Peyton Didn't Manning. Even have him on my list. Yeah. He's so funny too. Yeah. He, he works for ESPN Plus. Peyton's uh, places. Guess what places are Peyton's places on vacation? Any place we choose. Just like the A Rod effect. If I can't get his reservations to a certain place for dinner, hey, Peyton Manning's in the squad. We're getting in. Yeah. I feel like he is very funny. He's self deprecating. <sighs> he seems like a guy that would have a couple whiskeys and he's going to tell you some incredible stories. I bet if I'm throwing on tunes in the morning, Peyton's there. Peyton's having a mimosa. We're going to throw down maybe we're getting ready to go on a boat Peyton's there so even though I wanted Damian Woody I feel like Peyton Manning is not a bad consolation prize that, mm. all right so you guys god I didn't even think about Peyton I forgot that he's in the ESPN family that's right Damn, I knew that I would totally be a forgot. steal I knew that would be a steal for me so your roster is L SVP and Peyton Manning correct and I like my squad I <laughs> see squad. 
I see a lot of Peyton and L sort of playfully chirping, yes. right? Georgia, Tennessee, sure, sure. With, with SVP, like refereeing, but also like sort of gaslighting both of them, you know, <laughs> like getting them both a little riled up and just and just t- being tickled with his own his own efforts. So I like I like that squad. I again didn't have didn't even cross my mind. Peyton, funny guy. You're right. Mm-hmm. Great stories. Yeah. Um, you know, I would imagine he gets along with everyone, right? I don't know. I don't know anyone who doesn't like Peyton Manning. So I just, I don't even know what to say. It was so off my radar, Randy. I don't even know what to say. I'm just speechless here. It's, no, it's kind of crazy. I still think I would have taken Damien over him though, but because I just, I know Damien's a good time, but, but Peyton's a good say. pick. But Peyton though, seems to sneaky be down to clown. Like you pick Damien because you know, he's, there's no way he's not a bad hang and he's also down to clown. I bet Peyton, if we did the Derek Jeter thing, phone in the basket, this weekend is off the record. None of this is making my Instagram feed. He's down for a good time. Is he even on social media that you don't even have no, to worry I'm about just, that? I'm saying if he knows that we're not going to post anything. Yeah, no, yeah. The stories are not getting out. Whatever happens late night with the tunes on and the late night cocktails, everything's going to be a good time. Man, that is such a good call. It is. It is. Um, and, and I totally redeemed myself. <laughs> I'm interested to know who the other person, we'll, we'll talk about it after, but I'm interested to know who you were debating between. Because again, there, Randy, you have the last pick here. There are still yeah. plenty of, I mean, I have five other people that I would have been happy to get. So you, okay, I'll, I can say this now. I On my list, Twelman, SVP, Woody, and I didn't know, I didn't think to put Peyton Manning on there, but if I thought about the ESPN Plus family, he would have been on there for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys have snaked three people off of, off of my, my personal ranking. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so my squad is, is Alex Rodriguez for star power to raise the ceiling of everything. Um, from what I've heard from the Sunday night baseball crew, like he's a good travel buddy when they were on the road last, well, two, two seasons ago. Um, Most guys with private jets are. Well, uh, <laughs> Marty Smith for the wild card factor. So I, do I need a glue guy here? Uh, do I need more star power? Um, or do I need someone who is going to be a vault, who's going to be uh, trustworthy, who's a good scout? I feel like someone who's a good, like has a good eye for potential, both in like activities and restaurants and bars and, you know, people like, I don't, you know, we're going skydiving. I don't like the look of this guy. I don't like how it packs a pack. <laughs> I, I don't know. Right, so right. I think, I'm going to lock in, I'm going to lock in Lewis Riddick to the house. Okay. And we're going to throw Lewis Riddick at this mix and just be Interesting. A, band of, a band of studs rolling through Lake of the Ozarks, rolling through wherever we are, wherever Vegas. I don't know. Lake of the Ozarks or Lake, big. Do you Lake really think, okay. He's so versatile, big, I guess. Yeah. But this is where you messed up with your first pick because A-Rod's not going to the Lake of the Ozarks. Well, so if, if this is a weekend away and it happens to be at the Lake of the Ozarks, A-Rod is not going to be pleased he's there. Unless it's top tier accommodations, yeah. A-Rod's not going to be pumped. Well, maybe the house is on like Anna Maria Island in Florida and to get to the airstrip, to go wherever, wherever. Because remember, private access, everything, like- I feel like I've got a high ceiling. I've got a great glue guy slash, you know, I've Marty Smith, dual, dual threat, glue guy, wild card. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, Lewis Riddick to be like, fellas, I hear like, take all the ideas and sort of be like the final judge. Be like, we're going here. We're doing this. We're doing that. And here's why. And just tying the room together. To your point, I think he's very decisive. He's a well-dressed, well-put-together dude. He's yeah, like, you just, you walk in any place with him and Riddick is going to stand out. Yeah. Um, 
but he's intimidating as fuck. I don't know. Am I going to be able to hang with him? Is he cool? I've spent some time around him, booking him on shows and he's mm-hmm. funny. He's cool. He's an interesting guy, but I've always been intimidated by Lewis Riddick. He's just an intimidating dude. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to relax with Riddick around. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think he has great stories. I think, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I think, yeah, you're right. It's a little bit of a risk on my part. He and I aren't close. I'm not close with anyone. You're close, close to there, Rod. Yeah. I didn't close pick people fun. I was close with either. I didn't put Gold Jr. on the list or Jen Latta. I didn't pick, I didn't pick a lot of people that I know because I was trying to just curate a, a general house. But here's also, I think, a potential roadblock for you, Randy. A-Rod, very opinionated, okay? He's going to want to do what he wants to do. Lewis Riddick, not going to be afraid to shoot him down. So there could be some tension there. There could be some tension because both of them are going to stand their ground, and rightfully so. Two alphas, you know? And then Marty did, Marty and I had a referee it. And I, I, we're going to all be better together by the end of the 72 hours. That's how I feel. Now, can I get to a couple of guys that I left off? Yes, of course. I want to know who, who the honorable mentioned. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned Gojo. You mentioned Junior. Yep. And the idea of putting your cell phone in a basket and just sort of being like, hey, let's let's be present. Let's be where our feet are this weekend. I don't know if he can do it. No, I, I, I totally agree. Ten toes down. On social media. And yeah, my God, get a couple of, to quote guys you guys have worked with, to quote, get a couple of sarsaparillas in him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't know. That itchy, that itchy uh, uh, send thumb comes flying out. That's a good point. He was on my list though. I've hung with him. He's a great hang. And I've hung with him many times that you've never seen on social media. So I'm just saying he can't Uh-oh. in fact do the theater. Secret life of Gojo. No, I'm just saying when he's out, he is present. He's having a good time. What about Tim Tebow? Thought about it. Took a hard yeah. look at it. I've gotten to know him over some Saturday mornings. I feel like he's an underrated hang. I feel like he gets a bad rap as like a goody two shoes. Not that we're out there to cause trouble, but like you don't want to feel judged. And I don't think Tim would judge. I feel like Tim would be a good hang. And then the last one was Dave Pollock. And I thought about David Pollock, mm-hmm. but he is okay. the lick the donuts so that nobody eats them guy. <laughs> I train for vacation. Like I, I carve it out so that I can carve it out when I get on vacation. Big and time. I don't want someone to food police me yep. out there. You know that what I mean? That is such a good call. To be the Lee Trevino of my dietary decisions if I'm Happy Gilmore at the at the buffet you know what i mean oh yeah though i thought about those guys and i think they'd be great hangs but i'd have to get in shape to do yeah that. i'm with you i lose three pounds for vacation so that i can gain five bang yeah you're just playing for the tie at that point really. of course like yeah. i don't i don't need anyone to monitor <laughs> the, the donut situation i love to play for the tie now tebow on your list is interesting no. i've never met tim tebow but i do think that if some interesting activity were to go down, I would not want him to judge me. I would not, you said he wouldn't, and maybe he would not. He seems like a lovely person, but he does also seem like someone that doesn't ever really make a mistake and the mistakes will be made on this trip. That's very true. This is going to be a mistake filled adventure um, with the goal being to make mistakes. I think, you know, to learn about ourselves through it. He is someone who makes mistakes and he is a, uh, he's he, committed to learning from them. I feel like, so I feel like I could actually learn from like the hangover that I would induce upon myself. I look forward to your Tebow film session after the trip. I'm yeah. sure that'll be great. Okay. So here's who else was on my list. You guys might be surprised by this. Um, I'm just going to throw two at you. What about Wright Thompson? Because oh. I 
almost picked him over SVP because I'm the person that, as you, we mentioned bed wine. I love a late night cocktail. Yeah. I like when we go out to stay up till the sun comes up and bullshit. That is my jam on vacation. And this is the guy that literally wrote the book on elite cocktailing. Mm-hmm. And I look at him. He's going to have the fedora. He's from the South. Guys from the South can always throw down. And he was my honorable mention. He was next guy in. I was literally going between Peyton Manning and Wright Thompson. And now that I'm thinking about it, no disrespect to SVP, but imagine a house with L. Duncan, Peyton, and Wright Thompson. That's a good house. I think SVP would tell you, you should have picked Wright Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) I I think you should. And I love SVP, but right. I didn't, didn't have him on my list, but 100% the right call should have had him on the list. He's almost like a different version, but similar to to Marty Smith. That's right. They're both just they know everybody. Maybe he can get you a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle on the trip 100%. as well. Oh, he's I bringing mean, it. Yeah. He's decaf Marty Smith. Marty's up here, high mm-hmm. speed, you know, million, million RPMs. Right is the same intensity, integrity, storytelling, all of it, but at a lower, perhaps more chill vacation vibe. Right. And I, we just were talking about not being judged. I feel like if things got a little weird or a little fuzzy the night before, and I was like, wait, I don't remember what happened at the bar. He's, he's going to be like, it's all good. It's all good. I feel like he's going to make you feel great the next day. And I also think after a trip, when everyone's reliving the stories, who better to recount the trip and relive the stories with than the best storyteller at ESPN, right? Thompson. (laughs) He is vibes. He just is a good vibe. It's a good vibe. You know what? Damn it. You screwed up. See, and this is why I was so stressed because I knew he was a good pick. But yeah, Kate Manning, not a bad pick either. You have him being the narrator though, where it's like, right, I don't know how I got so sick. You'd be like, well, it was the it was the fight for the soul of your stomach. <laughs> I make it sound like Ogeron. I don't mean to. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good combination of the two, but I liked it. Yeah, I liked I like- it. And then my other person, surprisingly, on the list, so I like to dance a lot on vacation. In addition to the, the music, there's a lot of dancing going on. If we're on a boat, I'm dancing. If we're at a club or a bar, I'm dancing. If I'm curling my hair, getting ready to go out, guess what? Busting a move. And surprisingly, I went through a list of ESPN people, and the person that I think might be willing to dance with me the most is Stephen A. Smith. That guy busts a move. Remember he danced with the Jabberwockies? Yeah. yeah. Not afraid to embarrass himself. No, I just feel like, imagine if we're at a club and a great song comes on. I imagine this, the crowd parting like Moses in the Red Sea and Stephen yeah. A. Smith and I getting down. Yes. We're having a good time. We're tagging people in, the whole crowd's into it. This is what <laughs> I'm imagining on my vacation. Okay, important thing, and this isn't a knock on any of these people, but A-Rod, Stephen A., not necessarily Peyton, Tebow would be in this category. They're kind of center of attention guys. Now I don't know Tebow super well, but they're they're gonna suck a lot of the energy. You know, like not in necessarily a negative way, but they're gonna get a lot of the eyeballs and the energy from everyone else in the room. Yeah. Whereas I'd rather spread that out amongst everyone and have everyone sort of feel like they're on equal footing. So that that's what I'd be nervous about with Stephen A. Is that he would just be this. I mean, he would be himself, which is great. He's one of the hardest working people, maybe the hardest working person in media, but. He's Stephen A on and on. It's always on, right? And I don't. So there are sometimes when I want to just chill and hang out and not have it be this whole thing. I'd be a little bit worried about that with A Rod, Stephen A, and Tebow. Well, bad. I didn't think about that in terms of being like the sun in this orbit, right? Yeah, like, like the center of the cell. They're just that. You know, everything kind of is them. Is revolves around them. But I, I think Stephen A of that group, like who's gonna? Well, no, I know I've seen A Rod dance. Um, man. That's a good call. I mean, it's a network of, I mean, there are, there, you know, this, there's a stratosphere within ESPN. You know what I mean? There's a hierarchy of, of star power. And we're, I mean, I went, I went for the moon. I shot for the moon. You did. Yep. First round pick with the bullet. 
Let's go. All right, Saruta, who else was on your list? Okay, I had, so I had Junior like the rest of you guys. And then I had three other people that we haven't mentioned. Booger. Oh, Booger's Booger a great time. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know Booger as well as I know Damien. So I kind of went with Damien, but I kind of feel like similar vibes, but you're going to have a good time. Great stories. Um, yeah. Awesome dude. Kendrick Perkins, another guy I have on this list. I actually know Kendrick a little bit from having worked with him in the past. He's very in your face, but he's one of the nicest people you ever meet and is going to take care of you no matter what happens. If you're one of his guys, he's got you. And just the stories alone, he's not afraid to talk shit to anyone, but in like a funny way, I think it would be maybe for longer than a weekend, it might be a little bit of trouble for three, four days. You'll be all right. You'll be all right there. And then the last one, totally different vibe, totally different vibe. Field Yates. If I want to hang out at Nantucket and just have that kind of lifestyle, like the bougie AF lifestyle, you know, chilling on the beach, probably my own cottage. He's going to know all the good spots pastel colors but but what if you're at the lake of the ozarks this is what we did not determine location so you and these three people could be in the middle of nowhere no you're right it feels a fun guy though. it's a little bit location specific but that's okay if we're doing this in nantucket i would pick field um and again who doesn't like feels one of the most likable people there is he does a million different things everyone loves him but uh if it's in nantucket i mean he has to be in the three but it's tbd so i couldn't take him in my three I think Phil could do like a Rocky Mountains, like a steamboat mm-hmm. thing. I think he could do. He's adaptable. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's more than just Nantucket with Field. I worry about from a Smallman roster standpoint a, a little bit about SVP with regard to like you can you take him out of Florida Keys, you take him out of like the Delaware <laughs> beaches. Like, are we putting him? Are we ranching it in Wyoming? Like, I don't know. I could see him having a good time there. I mean, I don't know him personally, he but. Good, he would be a good time and have a good time for sure. But would, would his patience with, you know, the aromatic sensibilities of like a farm or farm adjacent, you know, if we're, if we're B&B in this thing or like a winery, there are some distinct smells there. Like would SVP be okay with that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Very smell yeah. specific. Yep. I wonder though, so you guys are giving me scouting reports on SVP that I didn't have because I've only met him once when he filled in on our show with Chris Long and Ryan, but I'm looking for someone that knows it's only 72 hours. And so, like I said, at the beginning, I am going to let things slide. I don't really care. Maybe SVP comes into this saying, this is only a couple days. I'm just going to not check the mentions. I don't really care about what smells are going on. I'm just going to have a good time. I'm with that. And I feel like SVP, like uh, I'm only trying because I know I took some risks with my roster. I'm only you sort did. of- You did. Yes. You risked. Yours is, yours is the rest. house that I most want to see on real world. Me uh, too. I don't know Me if too. I want to live there, but I definitely want to see it on real world. I want to watch it play out <laughs> so badly. No, and, I'm and to you know shots. what the best part about your house is? Is where do you fit in in all of this? Like That's you're, true. Because you're the, the, almost like the outlier. Yeah. You Because the part of the reason that Steve and I wanted to have you do this draft is like we mentioned, we would have fought over you. You definitely are a first round pick for this, Randy. <laughs> but- I just picture you and Marty Smith on one side and <laughs> A-Rod and Lewis Riddick on the other, and things could either be a 10 or they could be like a negative two. You never really know. We we have the highest ceiling. We might have the lowest mm-hmm. floor. I don't know. But you Johnny Manziel in the first round. That's what you did. That's, that's it. <laughs> I think we'd have a good, I think we would have a good time. And I would, I would feel like my level of like enjoyment out of this would be just the curiosity factor of getting these personalities together. You're, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like I built a good roster, but it's, it could be like that, that Eagles team that Vince Young was on. You remember that? The, like, uh, yeah. The, what were they? The dream team, right? Asimov and that whole crew. Yeah. It could be like that. Maybe it wouldn't work. I think it would work though. I believe in my guys. 
Okay, can I throw one more thing out there before we let Randy go? So we made sure it had to be current ESPN people because if it was people that we would have worked with when we were there, this would have been a completely different list. I don't know if there's anybody that you guys would have thrown on there, but when I was talking to Steve about this, I was like, a person that I would pick to be in the house that people might not expect, but that is the best teammate ever is Danny Cannell. Danny is mm -hmm. awesome to travel with. When we used to go on road shows, he is the most unassuming and best teammate you could get. He loves the tunes. He loves to have a good time. When we were at the Super Bowl in Houston, any big party that Danny was invited to, he would wait at the door to make sure that Steve and I got in. He's left parties to come out to mm -hmm. make sure we're taken care of. He yeah. is just a blast. And so if I could add anyone outside who doesn't work at ESPN anymore into my house, Danny Canell's coming in. That's a hell of a pick. It's a hell of a pick. Saruti, you back that up or would you go elsewhere? Oh, no. Danny is one of the nicest people I've ever met. And he single-handedly got us into the Chainsmokers concert, I think, that night at the Super Bowl, Michelle, right? So yeah. uh, um... he got us drinks. He got us <laughs> yeah. in. He walked us to the table. Yeah. He's dancing. And then and then here's the best thing about Danny, too, is we're in there and he turns to me and he's like, I could totally have been a DJ. This doesn't even look oh, yeah. at all. The, you the, know, but uh... then Danny will come back, come back to the house. He'll want to pretend to be a DJ. He's going to say something outrageous, but then it's going to turn into a really funny story. Yeah. Yeah, we, Danny is not a guy I worry about weekend trip with a bunch of people. He is totally. he is going to be, he's going to find his own. He's, people are going to like him. One person that I had that doesn't work there anymore, but we used to work with uh, is Bretos, Max Bretos. That guy <laughs> is a walking party, period. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's going to be weird, but it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. And I love Max. And it's another, it's the soccer angle in there as well. We get him and Twelman, the three of us in the morning, whoever wants to come down as well. Uh, Brett Toss is a really, really fun dude. And I think we did something similar with Rosillo. I forget if it was, I don't know if it was drafting people to party with or whatever. I think I took Max first at the time. Wow. Um, he's that much of a good time. That's, that is a thousand percent the case. And that is someone who is going to always, no matter where you go, he's going to know someone or know someone who does know someone. Like he has so many connections to like, not even like, all right, we, we can get a table here. We can get a bottle here or whatever it is. It's like, no, this is the best way to, get up onto the roof to watch the sunset or to watch the stars or, you know yeah. what I mean? Maybe have like a sneaky, meaningful conversation where you're like, yep. 10 years later, you're like, well, I remember Max that night on the roof. And he said, life's a blah, blah, blah. You know, and like he, yeah. he sneaky drop in some like wisdom. On He'll you. get you to a place that you didn't even know existed. Like it'll be some yeah. weird cabana, some sort of offshoot club that like isn't even listed anywhere, but he knows about it. And let's not forget the guy was a male model in Italy for like, some of his teen years. So he's got some interesting that. stories. There's a lot of things that Brett Toss brings to a table, but you know, he's now working for LAFC. So his story, yeah. Story time with Brett Toss, uh, just all the lives he's lived. He's like a human cat. Like he's, he's <laughs> all these different like iterations of like soccer commentator, sports center anchor, uh, you know, now Same. working for LAFC. Yeah. LAFC male model, like you said, like at a time where I, well, actually I get, has modeling ever been a chill vocation? Probably not. Probably not. Probably nope. Always sort of been on, on tilt a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think of someone who's not there. I can approach it from like a fan standpoint and be like, I'd love to know a little bit about what makes Ryan tick, you know, and, and how much are you going to get in 72 hours? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, not much, you know, a so, lot of that you spent in the gym, I'm sure. So the I thing about say, Ryan, I hope, I hope you like to work out. <laughs> well, the thing about Ryan too is Ryan and love Ryan, but Ryan's the kind of guy he would he'd pay for it, everything would be good to go, and then two days before he'd be like, "Hey, actually, I can't make it." <laughs> I'm assuming, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'm and then he wouldn't show up. Generous yep. Irish so, goodbye. Yeah, he's yeah. just gonna do his own thing. And you know, if we're talking about team vibe, he might be, but he might not be the best the best fit. 
quote unquote. Okay. But okay. good dude, obviously. He's a All fun right. hang. He's a fun hang if you get him out. But you just have to make sure that it's not during NBA season and that the guy gets a workout during the day. That's mm. one thing we learned on the road is Ryan needs to work out. Um, I'd love an off the rails weekend with the Levitard crew. Um, oh yeah, totally. I, I thought along, about that. I got along really well with them, and and I, I feel like that would be that'd be really fun. I feel like there's a similar level of generosity with, uh, with Dan, especially, and then maybe not with Stu Gatz, but with Dan. Um, <laughs> I'd want to see what Stu Gatz was like, not as Stu Gatz. If it, you know what I mean? If, if, if he's if different, the if the, yeah. Sti- yeah, you know, yeah. hang out with John Wiener for a weekend. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> that man, that time in, in April, you know, there's been a round um, of, you know, parting ways since then, like they're, there are so many people where you're just like, it would just be cool to hang out with him again. Because I don't know. I, you know, I remember it. Um, so Adnan and I did the show the day after Danny left. I I'm almost, do I have that right? No. Hold on. I think you did because, well, I think Adnan did the show, the show solo. Yeah. The, the, when day, Danny of, was gone. the day of it was Adnan. Yeah. Solo. But I think oh. you did. I, it, and I did the next one. Cause it was yeah. in the middle of the week. Yeah. Cause Ryan was on vacation. Mm-hmm. And Ryan picked it up on Monday. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I did that show. Um, and I did maybe a show after something else. It was probably with Adnan. It was probably after, but I, uh, I, I would, I would want to like re- revisit or have a relationship with someone at work that Ryan had with Danny, where he came on and he was like, you know, I'm just bummed. I'm not gonna see my friend. Like my friend's going to move this guy. I'm, he's my buddy. He's my, he's my friend. And I joked with Danny on the shows I got to do with him where I was like, one of the biggest regrets I had was like, cause guys don't, and Rosilla will touch on this sometimes like guys don't like, try to make friends with other guys after a certain age you're just sort of like it's over yeah like i've really? got my group yep i've got my college group i've got my this like huh. if you're gonna, if you're gonna be friends with somebody it's through your kids maybe it's like well hey you're at the same baseball practice as i am and maybe you get a pandemic beer in the garage in the driveway socially distant you know some maybe i'm speaking from experience but like <laughs> like i remember rosillo saying that about danny being like he's my he's my friend and and now i'm not going to get to see him he's going to move away his kids are great his wife's great and danny i was living in avon at the time and danny was living in avon he said something to me after a sports center hit it was after the kick six i want to say and he was like hey you know how old are your kids again and you know i was like oh you know name the ages and he goes you guys should come over and i was like yeah man totally and i i thought danny danny canella would hang out with me or my kids like he's just being nice but he was new he was john mulaney style like he was new in town and i had only been there recently and I missed out on an opportunity to maybe be friends with Danny Cannell because I just thought like he doesn't mean this. And so for you guys now, how many years later to be like, Danny, Danny's on, Danny's on the list. Oh yeah. People like it's like an affirmation of that. You know? There are people he that don't that. mean that. He meant he meant that. He yeah. Meant that. There are yeah. people that do that, but no, he would have hundred percent been cool with it. And Not uh, regret. And uh, yeah, I can't say enough. Obviously, great things about Danny. And I, we were remiss if we didn't mention Adnan as well in this group of people. Yeah, come on, totally. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So, because sure. I, I know probably listen and text me and get mad, be like, "How the hell did I not come up in this conversation?" No, there you go, Adnan. Adnan. <laughs> Eighty-eight minute mark, and I'm just coming up. Yeah, yeah. And it'll okay. tell you something about yourself. It'd be like Saruti, everything guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You guys, this might have been the most stressful draft we've ever done. Well, Randy, it's your first, but this one really stressed me out. I was so nervous to make my picks, but Randy, this is why we brought you on to do this because we knew you would bring a scouting report. We knew you would bring an A-plus game plan and you delivered. So we're going to post this online and we're going to have the people vote on yeah. whose house they would most likely want to hang out in. And I think I might finally win. I think I might finally win this one. I'm jealous of your squads, but I love mine too. So 
So I don't know. We'll see. I got everyone I wanted. One, two, three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll find out. Well, Randy, you're the best. Thanks for joining us. And hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Yes. Love you guys. Miss you both. You too. Steve, that was a fun but stressful draft. I am stressed out. As I said, I got all the three people that I wanted that were one, two, three on my list. But I, Randy, I didn't think was going to take any of the people I wanted. I was worried about you because you and I are kind of on the same wavelength. And uh, I like yours, but mm, I still think, I don't know, I still think you're finishing second here. I don't know. Your house is pretty soccer heavy. I got one soccer guy. I got, <laughs> I got, I got a soccer guy, I got a girl who's going to bring all the food and the positive vibes. And I got Woody, who's the coolest person there is. So I, I feel great about that. I got one soccer guy. Come on. I know. I'm just trying to think of a negative, but there is no negative. It's, yes, this you have is a great house. your you negative great campaign. House. Here we go. I love every person in your house. You have a great house. I'm jealous of your house, but I'm, I, I, I love my house too. No, I like yours too. I just, mine's a little bit better. Anyway. Mm, we'll see. All right, well, let's get to a review, Steve. How about this one? Must read five stars. Just listen to the pod. Next draft should be fast food restaurants. This pod is perfect, entertaining, and unpredictable. Thank you. Uh, we've actually talked about doing that. My wife, Maddie, and we talked about this on the pod yet. I don't think we have. My wife so. has never had a burger, a fast food burger from McDonald's, Wendy's or Burger King. So we had this idea to potentially do a blind taste test and have her rank which one because I know which ones I like. I'm sure you know which ones you're, you like the best and what order you put them in. But I want to have her do maybe a blind taste test and then we do a fast food draft after that. So that's something we have on the docket in the future logistically that's hard though how are you going to get all the burgers to her at once because fast food does not sit well so you got to make sure that they're all there at the same time and appropriately heated if she's going to do that we got to do like a DoorDash thing where we all have them delivered at the same time and then immediately hop on zoom and record our show um, <laughs> which you're right the logistics could be bad but we'll figure it out because i do i want to do it just because i'm interested but i think all other people would like it too i agree we're gonna have to figure out a way to get that done well thank you to everyone for listening thank you of course to randy scott for taking basically his nap time to jump on with us and bs about, about which one of his co-workers he would want to spend time with in an airbnb but randy scott is the absolute best be sure to follow him on twitter at randy scott espn steve and i will be back in action next week but until then i'm pretty confident i won this draft Pretty sure you said that about the Britney draft, too. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.